Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrite.com studios, Tyrite.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrite.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Do, 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 do. Um, I know that we have a huge football game tonight, and I want to talk about that this hour. But before we get to that, I want to get to what we saw from the Lakers last night, where... Uh, they lose 125-110, and, you know, you look down at the box score. It's not really indicative of how the game went, but LeBron twenty had a triple-double with 28 points. D'Angelo Russell, 28 points. You're like, man, D'Angelo Russell had 28, LeBron had 28. How'd they lose? Well, you continue to get a struggle from um, Austin Reeves, who did have 11 rebounds and 8 assists, but didn't make a 3, only 9 points coming off the bench. And then Anthony Davis is three of nine, nine points, nine rebounds, five turnovers. But it's more than that. It's not just the stats. If you watched Anthony Davis last night, you're like, uh, one of three things, okay? He's either throwing the game drunk or high. I don't know. That's really what he looked like. Now, I don't think he was drunk. I don't think he was high, and I don't think he was throwing the game. But considering how good a basketball player Anthony Davis is. Holy crap, was he bad last night? And you can you can write it down as, oh, well, write it off as, well, you know, it's back-to-back nights, and he just had a bad night. But, man, he looked bad. Right? And I, I guess, and after the game, he's like, I just, he didn't make any excuses on injuries, just like, I was just bad. 
just play back. I'm not going to put it on anything or it was just the shots. Just play like to be honest. It's that simple. I mean, that's cra- crazy, right? I mean, I guess it's understandable. Like, everyone's a human being. Everybody has a bad night, bad day, whatever. Like, who hasn't had a bad day at work? But, man, like, he couldn't catch the ball. He couldn't dribble the ball. He was out of rhythm. So, does any... I I want you guys to be honest. And keep in mind, I used to do sports radio at a place a while back that they were like, you can't speculate. Like, okay, but that's, again, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a report. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm like speculating. I think we all had the same speculation. Didn't it look like he went out and pulled an all-nighter? Byer, did you, did you see any portion of that game or the highlights last night? No, I watched Survivor last night. Good. Uh, by the way, and I've said this, Survivor, most important show you can ever watch if you want to go into business or in life in general, it's- right? It's the one show that my wife and I, on the seven days, the 24 hours of each of those days, where it is our appointment viewing. Yeah. That is what it is. Every other day, every other show, DVR, whatever. But at 8 o'clock local time on Wednesdays, we watch Survivor. You sit through commercials, huh? Yep. Holy. Wow. That's interesting. That's old school. Yep. That's old school. It's great. Um, I had the game on for about 10 minutes, and then- turn it over. I think it started at 7 or 7.30 yeah. Yeah. our time. But So did you notice how bad he was in that I No, I wasn't paying attention. Okay. That's fine. I'm going to be completely honest. I, I I appreciate that. And I, 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 I'm I not, there's there's no blowing smoke. I've told you this, so I, I mean it. I tell my son all the time, Survivor is a show that you can, in addition to being a great thing for your what with you and your wife, it's, it, it's actually a show who you align with and how you protect yourself and understanding kind of the social jujitsu of the moment, like survivors, the show JC, did you watch it all? So I remember dropping in for, uh, I think it was the second half and I think it was a good 15 to 20 or 15 point deficit. Lakers hit three straight threes and then, uh, the Kings hit a three and then I turned it off. So no. And then I caught the uh, highlights this morning. Um, and, and I always love this part of, of highlight shows. They took every shot Anthony Davis missed and they put it in the highlight. I always think that's so unfair because say Dame Lillard last night, Dan, he won the Bucks. He won the game for your Bucks. I knew you were watching Survivor, but Damian Lillard won the bu- game for the Bucks last night um, and he took 50 shots. I'm guessing he missed 25. If a highlight show wanted to do him dirty, they could have showed all the 25 misses, and it would not have represented the night he had. So I always think that's kind of dirty. But anyways, no. Uh, Damian Lillard fake news. Damian Lillard took 18 shots, by the way. They didn't have Giannis either. Yeah, he had he had 37 on 18 shots. He did have got to the free throw line 16 times, made 15 of them. Um, but I, I don't early th- start too. So. I don't. I don't think he did him. I don't think they did him dirty. Like Jason, and I watched the game, and that was the story of the game. The story of the game was like, what's the matter with Anthony Davis? So again, like, I again, I don't think he, I, I, he wasn't drunk. He wasn't high. He wasn't on medication, right? But it looked like he went out all night because that's the only explanation I can make for a guy who's won an NBA championship. Won an NCAA championship, been a stud in both of those runs, 
and suddenly looked like he forgot how to play basketball. There was there was a portion of the game. There were some plays that he made that looked like. Do you remember um, uh, Space Jam when Charles Barkley and Patrick Ewing and Muggsy Bogues and Sean Bradley and Larry Johnson lost their powers? Do you guys remember that? That's what Anthony Davis looked like. So maybe that's the only other explanation. Okay, so list of possible explanations for last night. Drunk, high, um, throwing the game, or touched a basketball that magically took away his powers and gave it to Marvin the Martian and the aliens. Those are. Do we have any other possible explanations? Oh, can't play on back-to-backs. That's, the, I guess, the other, right? You know? Like there, honestly, like if if you if you're Anthony Davis and you really wanted to try and and pull rank, you'd go like, "That's why I shouldn't play on back to backs. I suck on back to backs. I'm just not a back to back guy." Tried. Maybe that's what it was. It was a personal protest. I don't want to play back to backs. You have to play on back to backs tonight. Fine. This is how I play on back to backs. Back to backs with in season tournament games. Yeah. I thought that that was the. And I'm not saying that this is the reason for Anthony Davis. Again, I was watching people look for hidden immunity idols for 90 minutes. <laughs> it's a 90 uh, minute show. Yeah, they've extended it to 90 minutes this season. Mm. Uh, the point being is, when you have an in season tournament and then you have these games that are supposed to mean more, and you have back to back games with one of those supposed to be the in season tournament, you're making these games like last night mean even less than they would in previous seasons of the regular season because now it's up against a game that you are supposed to care about the night before. It's a great point. That's a really good point. I hadn't actually thought about it that way, that it matters less. It's a little bit like, and tell me if you, this analogy works for you. People always say like, well, you know, Pete Rose, he only gambled on his team to win. Well, yeah, when he didn't bet on his team, that told whoever he was placing bets with that he thought they were going to lose. Yep. That, does that analogy work at all? Yes, 100%. Okay, good. I, exactly. I, okay, because sometimes things work out in my head that don't work out like in reality. I, I totally understand that. I, I just, I can't get over how bad he was. And I've, like, we've all had a, you play long enough, you have a game like that, just you kind of think at that level of basketball, you don't. And as bad as he was on offense, like Sabonis took it to him on defense too. He just slaughtered him. Stunning. So bad that you have these talk shows today are like, do you trade Anthony Davis? You're not trading Anthony Davis. You know, you're just not. Yeah, you move the moon, the stars, and the sun for him. You won an NBA championship with him. And you don't have, yes, could you get a bunch back in return? But you're not going to win a championship with anything you get back in return. You have to have size, rim protection, versatility of that size in order to win the NBA championship because you have to go through the Denver Nuggets. They go 6'10", 6'10", 7' foot across the front line. Anyway. I'm really interested, and I think this is a great talk show topic, actually. Um, Shows that you still watch that are not live sports. uh, Shows that you still watch all the commercials for. Appointment viewing. I I was actually thinking, you know, we on the podcast, we can kind of talk about whatever, right? And I, I want to, at some point, like do a deep dive into our favorite TV shows. Cheers, by the way, was my family TV show. We back back when you had Cheers and you had um, um, you had uh, Cosby Show and even Seinfeld 
when it, it was first starting was it was still Cheers was still a ratings cash cow. I would love to do a pod on Cheers, but I was I was thinking, and this is when I landed from Chicago. I was I was thinking, will we ever have a show like a sitcom that people watch on network TV ever again? No. I'd like to think no, but uh, not the what's the one the scientist one where they're uh, uh, Big Bang Big Big Bang is Theory. That, um, wasn't that and now is that still on? No. Okay. I, well, I remember know Yellowstone was doing really well for a moment. Yeah, but that wasn't a, a sitcom. Yeah. It was a drama. Oh, okay. It was also on Paramount, and but it was on. I, I thought it, it was on CBS. I they reran. They're it on rerunning CBS. previous seasons on Sunday nights. Yeah. And I haven't seen any of them, so now I have to like avoid the commercials. So, because at some point we're going to watch it. Yeah. The Good. I do remember that within the past couple of years, there was a fall where it said two networks had zero situational comedies on their fall lineup. I know CBS still does. They've got, I think, the Young Sheldon and the Neighborhood and. Ghosts isn't isn't new show, but I think like a studio situational comedy. Fox, I believe, was one of the networks in as well, but two of them had zero. NBC, I think, would have been the other because it's all like you know Chicago Fire, Chicago you know, CSI, yeah. Chicago Fire. It's it's either in, it, or but, investigative journalism yeah. shows on on Fridays, right? Twenty uh, twenty. Yeah, I know ABC has got the Connors and the uh, Abbott Elementary, but otherwise that's. I think CBS and ABC are the only ones that do it. I don't think NBC and Fox even have sitcoms. CBS usually skews older, right? They they try and get older people that still watch CBS. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your show, Jay Stu? Like your family situational comedy show? Uh, Three's Company. Ooh, that's that's kind of dating yourself a little bit, but very oh, good show. Absolutely dates myself, but and maybe I remember that it more in syndication when it was on every night. But I watched it every single night. I've we, seen every episode nine thousand times. My dad was a big All in the Family guy, and that was he, a great one. He has the he had all the cassettes, like the, the entire collection edition, and so he used to we'd watch Cheers, and then you go to you know I'd go to sleep whatever, and then he would fall asleep to All in the Family. And he was our own little Archie Bunker. Yeah, you can't make an Archie Bunker show anymore. You yeah, can't you can. be like, ah, the old lovable bigot. You, know, you couldn't that. do it with, ah, uh, you actually might be able to do it now, or you might be able to do it with somebody who's not white, and they could be anti, yeah. anti-white, anti and then it would work. That was the genius of it, right? Yeah. Is the liberals thought that Archie was just so ridiculous, and was it Meathead? Yes. Was his, their voice of reason? Well, everybody on the right side thought Archie was correct, and that Meathead was a Meathead. Yeah, the genius. It was a genius, genius show. And oh yeah, by the way, the spinoffs of that show, the Jeffersons were a spinoff of that show. Good times. Good times was a was a spin. A good times with the Jeffersons, right? Good times was a spinoff of that show. Um, there was also, uh, uh, I don't think no. no um, There's a couple other ones that were spinoffs of the show that I'm thinking of. Anyway, how we get to that? Oh, we we're talking about TV shows that you'd watch through commercials still well, today. That's that's what I was going to say. Every single night, Christina and I we watch Jeopardy. That's our thing. We we don't go a night without watching Jeopardy. But I'm not I'm not starting that thing live. I'm starting at 15 minutes in, so we could skip the commercials, and more importantly, we could skip what's referred to in my household as meet the nerds. 
um, after the first commercial break when you, you meet the nerds. I don't, I don't need to do that. Let's just <laughs> let's go to the question. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. This is one of those stories you're like, didn't that already happen? Right? And you're like, what are you talking about? So it was announced today that Major League Baseball's owners have approved the A's move to Las Vegas. Didn't that already happen like five times? And I, I understand that the Vegas plan has been a little bit of a moving target as they've changed locations and plans, but generally they're gone, right? Like it's over, isn't it? Thought so, but it's now officially official, official. It's like they changed their relationship on, on Facebook. Now you know it's true. The Oakland A's are no more. The Las Vegas A's are. And for whatever reason, we are super nostalgic, nostalgic about the Oakland A's when they literally had a decade to figure out the stadium thing and couldn't do it. And even though the stadium is a dump, like let's not act like anybody cared and they filled up the stadium with the exception of when they were really good in the playoffs. And even then, 
I mean, the the whole the Raiders move back to Oakland. We should have done that. That should have been the biggest disaster in the history of sports franchise relocation. How I didn't get get that one in. There's a lot of meat on that bone. We should readdress all that. We can readdress it. We have time right now, don't we? Do we have something we have to do? I've got a guest coming. I know we have a guest, but like, so in case you forgot, here's what happened. Okay, they left the L.A. market. The reason they left L.A. was they were promised when they moved to the Coliseum. That's where USC plays. Now USC owns the Coliseum. They bought it about five years ago. They were promised that it would be redone and they would have luxury boxes and would all always be redone. The problem with that is it's an ancient structure. And if you go, when you go in to redo things, if you're going to put on, it just was really expensive and LA never held up their end of the bargain. They never got the same reason they left Oakland, couldn't get a new stadium, was the same reason they left LA. So they go to Oakland, they they build a Mount Davis. It's a side of the stadium and a, and a top level that's totally redone. But that made it an, it, it wasn't, it was still a multi-purpose field. It was never, it should have really been either knocked down and redone or completely redone. It was not. And because you had part of the stadium, which was uninhabitable for baseball and nobody actually went and watched football games, it just, I mean, abject disaster. And of course the Raiders subsequently moved to Las Vegas, which is huge for Sin City, huge for the Raiders because now all their fans in LA, in the IE, in Oakland, can all take a Southwest flight and go there. And fans from all over the country can come and cheer for their team in Las Vegas, make a weekend. It's great for the league. Disaster for Oakland because it not only cost them the Raiders, it cost them the A's as well. Um, I think RJ Young thought I was messing with I was just teasing him a couple weeks ago because he was he was on the uh he was he was big on the Colorado bandwagon, then the Oklahoma bandwagon. Of course, um, you know, he's he studies uh, college football more so than just about anybody who does it nationally. He's a national college football analyst for Fox Sports, the host of the number one show podcast on Fox Sports. He's RJ Young, and he joins us. Uh, RJ, um, let's let's get to a bunch of the news of the week. If you were going to make the Texas A&M hire, who's the guy that can finally get him atop the mountain? Oh, man, what a question. I'm not sure who the answer to that question is. I mean, for a number of reasons, not the least of which is it's not that it's not an enticing job. It's actually a really good job. I just don't know how long you're going to get to turn that ship around because it feels like Texas A&M is stuck in eight and four. You know, Kevin Sumlin won SEC Coach of the Year and had a Heisman Trophy winner there and still couldn't get it done. Jimbo Fisher came in with a national championship under his belt and still couldn't get it done. And we're not talking about an A&M program that's, now for winning. As a matter of fact, I think the last time AM won a conference championship of any kind, 1998 in the Big 12, right? So I'm not, I'm, I'm not really sure who I would go get. I think I would turn to someone who doesn't have a whole lot to lose, and it might be their first head coaching position. So while other people are looking at perhaps Dan Lanning at Oregon, I'm looking at Will Stein, the offensive coordinator there, because I like what he did at UTSA. He's a young, up-and-coming guy. I think he wants to recruit with the best of them. And I think if you give him an opportunity to go build this thing from the ground up and stay out of his way, he's got an opportunity. Outside of that, your guess is as good as mine, Doug. Yeah, it's a hard one, right? Because it, it feels like the only thing, like there's there's two things that hold Texas A&M back. One, it's a cult, right? <laughs> and I say that sort of teasing, but that's the perception, that like it's a cult. And so some, there's always going to be the kid that stays away. But it, it they've recruited well, 
right? But they haven't gotten it to where it all sort of works together, which leads me to think that, you know, there's so many dudes with money that throw it at the program that there's a bunch of different agendas and there's too many meddlers. And so how do you, like, yeah, Jimbo was a strong personality and he couldn't figure out how to handle the meddlers. If you hire a guy who's never been a head coach, how are you going to handle all that stuff? You know, it's a very good question. And, you know, having your athletic director come out and say, I decided to make a change because we need to be players on the national stage and I just don't see that happening, that's not a good look. And then there's so much about this firing that really bugs me. Number one is you had $80 million in the couch cushion to go and, you know, fire that guy and then it's probably going to be close to $100 million if you want to get rid of the entire staff. That's number one. Number two is, you decided to fire him before the game against Mississippi State, and he goes out and beats Mississippi State 51-10. to 10, And, oh, yeah, we did not want to fire him because, well, we thought we had an opportunity to win eight games. We beat Abilene Christian this weekend and then LSU in the rivalry game. I, I think you're right. There's, there's a lot, uh, what's the saying, too many chiefs and not enough Indians, right? A lot of folks calling their own shots out there. And getting someone that's going to get on the same – or at least try to get all those folks on the same program has been damn near impossible. I, I'm with you on the Aggie Network and it being its own problem, but I don't see those folks getting out of their own way. They seem to like doing this. matter of fact, it's the problem that I had with Texas for so long. It seemed like they cared about being A&M more than they cared about winning. And until they care more about winning than they care about being A&M, I think this is just going to be what it is. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, um, what happens if Texas wins out? Okay, and then Alabama upsets Georgia in the SEC championship game. Okay, we'd have you. You know, you have probably Tell one. What happens to Washington? Huh? Uh, let's say Washington. Let's say Washington. Well, they got to beat Oregon again, right? But let's say right, Washington, right, right. let's say Washington loses. They all have one loss, and Texas has the one loss. It could be they could get a chance to um, to play Oklahoma again. Although it probably seems far fetched to think that, but maybe they play Oklahoma again. But Texas beat Alabama at Alabama. Did lose to Oklahoma on a neutral field, a game they probably should have won. Do you think Texas gets left out? I think I think you're onto something because we've never seen a one loss Power Five conference champion not get into the playoff, and there are four that we could end up with. Now, we could also, this could be moot because one of these teams probably takes a loss between now and the conference championship. But let's, let's say you're right. I think Texas is in a tough spot specifically because Oklahoma has those two losses, and one of those losses to an Oklahoma State team we thought was good and then turned around and got beat like a drum by Central Florida 45-3. I think you're going to put Alabama in there. I think uh, – the Pac-12 has demonstrated itself to be so thick and so good that you're going to have to try to give Oregon maybe the best one-loss team on paper, uh, not on paper, up to the eye test into that thing. And then Washington keeps running through this murderous gauntlet. But I just, yeah, I think Texas gets left out, and I think they end up playing Louisville if Louisville were to upset Florida State in an ACC title game because I just don't see how you're going to keep out Alabama and Georgia you're going to put the Big Ten champion, which is probably going to be Ohio State or Michigan. And you could also, here's the one, we could end up with a loser of next week's game, Ohio State-Michigan, getting back into the playoff again simply because this committee believes that 
they're one of the four best teams in the sport. And I think they're kind of telegraphing what they think with this Missouri ranking at number nine. Two losses, right? Mm-hmm. But their losses are Georgia and LSU. I just It's tough for Texas. They're going to have to beat Iowa State like they stole something this weekend, and they're going to have to more or less convince everybody that they beat Oklahoma, let's say, in the conference championship game by about three touchdowns. And then you got a, an argument, but that Oklahoma loss is really going to hold them back. Um, who wins the Heisman Trophy? Good question, my dude. Like, I got a number of guys in here, but here's the most interesting one to me. Jalen Milrow at Alabama, a guy that got benched uh, earlier this season. Because since he got the job back against Mississippi State, and Tommy Reese has really built that offense around what Milrow does well, what I saw down at Katie Tompkins when his high school quarterback there committed to Tech that time. He has been on another level, and that game against LSU did so much for his stock because we think so much of Jaden Daniels, and we thought that LSU team was good. Now let Jalen Milrow lead Alabama past Georgia, a team that ain't lost since, you know, 2020, and I've got a hard time not giving it to him. If it ain't him, it's Marvin Harrison Jr., right? That's the best player in college football. I've never seen an Ohio State offense run through a wide receiver. Like, we're running through him this season. Matter of fact, he's the first Buckeye to have back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving seasons ever. And, you know, that's, it's not a long list. Now, Terry Glenn is the last Politnikoff Award winner, but when you look at how teams are trying to take him away and he's still able to come down with the ball, they get a win against Michigan, that's going to be tough to beat. So those are my two right now, though Jaden Daniels has as much claim to the thing as anybody else with the way he's been playing. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. RJ Young joins us. He's got the number one show podcast on Fox Sports covering all of college football. Um, okay, you got, let, let, let's talk about the pack. And you got Washington and you have Oregon. Uh, both have very difficult games this week, right? Washington's got Oregon State. Now, Oregon State's got Washington and Oregon back-to-back weeks, so we have no idea what how they'll handle that kind of attrition. Um, but I, I guess I'm wondering... Do you do you think Washington is definitively better, or was it that they played at home when these teams matched up? I think it was that they played at home, and Dan Lanning lost that game for Oregon, not the Oregon football team. He put them in a position where he says, we're going to be aggressive. We're going to go for it on fourth down. And I'm going, nah, dog, don't give the ball back to Michael Penix Jr. in Seattle. You don't have the crowd here. This is not Austin. The defense is going to be on its own out there, and that proved to be the uh, the case. But I think kind of like that OU-Texas game, right? Do you think that Texas probably should have won that game? Probably, right? Same thing with true Oregon. But the scoreboard got to matter, you know? And however you lose the game, you lost the game. That said, I think whoever comes out of the Pac-12 is going to be worthy of that college football playoff spot because all Washington continues to do is beat ranked opponents. Like, we didn't think that Arizona was any good when they only beat them by a single score. turns out Arizona's a top 25 team with an opportunity to kind of sneak in to one of the better bowl games of this season, depending on how everything shakes out at the top of their conference. And then Oregon State is not really getting enough credit for what it has done, handing Utah its first loss. And if they beat Washington this week and then they beat Oregon next week, do we talk about them? Making a New Year's Six Bowl? Absolutely. Do we talk about them making the college football playoff? I don't think so. So I think Oregon, Washington, they're going to figure this out for us, but I would not be surprised to find out that the Beavers, who are 5-0 and at home, 
get the upset this weekend. Uh, you heard Dan Byer talk about it, that Michigan has accepted these penalties. So Jim Harbaugh is not going to coach against Maryland. He's not going to coach the big game against Ohio State. That's done. That's settled. Um, I know we're forecasting off in the future, and both teams have a game before they get there. How do you think this affects Michigan? I don't think it does. I mean, I've had them number one in the country since September 30th, mostly on the strength of Georgia not showing up to be this Georgia team that we know until basically Florida. But Michigan has done everything that I've asked for a national champion to do. Because in our sport, you can't go 7-9, and 9-7, 10-7 to make the playoff, right? In our sport, you have to be undefeated just to get in in most cases. And then what am I asking for? Be dominant. If you're not playing anybody with a number next to their name, I need you to beat them like they stole something. That is what Michigan is doing. As a matter of fact, this Michigan football team is a better football team in point scoring and points allowed than the 97 national championship Michigan football team. It is his best. And yet we're talking about Jim Harbaugh, who could end up winning a national championship having coached just six regular season games. I know, it's crazy. Everybody- yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah, right? Crazy. Misses the first three, misses the last three, and yet – Still, still has a chance to, to compete for a national championship. It's crazy. Absolutely. And the part that really gets me is how much everybody in that building really, really wants to win for Jim Harbaugh. Like, you know, like I know, his reputation around is, hey, he's going to get on your nerves. You're going to get on his. He's going to go his way. But Sharon Moore, expletives aside, really wanted to win that football free game for him last week. J.J. McCarthy stepping up for him. All of those guys really want to go to work for him and – I think we're undervaluing that. I think when we ask for great leadership, we ask for guys to want to get behind their guy like they want to get behind Jim Harbaugh. And if nothing else, that impresses the hell out of me because that means that everybody has buy-in in a way that makes me believe they can compete for a national championship this year. He's RJ Young. Download his podcast. Uh, download his podcast, the number one show podcast on Fox Sports. RJ, you're the best, man. Talk soon. Appreciate you. All right, coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. We got the press for you, plus a uh, a quote from Andre 3000, right? If, you, if you're if you of our age, maybe a little bit younger, you realize Outkast, greatest hip-hop rap group uh, duo of all time. Uh, that, that'd be my take. Duo. We can argue greatest rapper of all time, but the, the duo of Outkast, I think, is the best duo we've ever seen in the game. Wait till you hear his quote. And the discussion behind it. That's next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Trying to drive on Johnson with the Knicks down by two. Randall eight feet away in the paint, turns, kicks it out. Brunson, right corner, three-pointer, count it! And the Knicks come away with a 116-114 victory over the Atlanta Hawks. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. That's our progressive play of the day. Progressive making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together. Learn more at progressive.com or call 1 800 Progressive. Knicks Radio Network with the call. Knicks beat the Hawks 116 114. Julius Randle was awesome last night. Jalen Brunson was awesome last night. And I made this comment. Doesn't it feel like the Knicks and the Hawks play each other like once a week? Does anybody, maybe it's because they played each other in the playoffs two years in a row, but I, I swear they played each other earlier this year. It feels like they play each other. Oh, it's like Red Sox Yankees. Like again? Yeah, again. Again. Uh, you heard Lil Outcast coming in, and do we want, is that in the press or do we want to just talk about it? It was going to be in the press. All right, good. Let's get to the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Sorry, no, Dan. That I just wasn't the press. press. Yeah, there we go. Okay, no, that's okay. Yeah. No, we're we're all over the board. You had the Andre three thousand quote, and I said that this could be an opportunity for you to present it. Okay, would you like me to? Sure. Okay, cool. So Andre three thousand of uh, of Outcast, he was asked about like putting out raps, and he said. I've worked with some of the newest, freshest, youngest, and oldest school producers. I get beats all the time. I try and write all the time. Even though people think, oh man, he's just sitting on raps. He's just holding these raps hostage. I ain't got no raps like that. It actually feels sometimes inauthentic to me because uh, for, for me to rap because I don't have anything to talk about in that way. I'm 48 years old. It's not to say the age is a thing that dictates what you rap about, but in a way it does. Things happen in your life. What are you talking about? I got to get a colonoscopy. What are you rapping about? My eyesight is going bad. Can you find cool way, cool ways to say it? That is the most honest, coolest thing ever, right? That's the coolest thing ever. Can you imagine though, like old man rap? Like man, <laughs> I I have to go to the bathroom every morning uncomfortably. So like man, I find a way to rap about coffee and your eyesight going bad. Or in if you got the gout, 
or, you know, or loud noises bothering you or crowds or not liking people, like all of these things. Does that come in gluten-free? I don't even... <laughs> I have this nose hair that keeps growing and it's long and I don't know where it came from. What do I do? Do I do hair replacement? Do I shave it? Do I do... Do I do... You know, do I put something fake up there? What do I do? Like all of these things. If That's a great quote. Dan, by your thoughts. And no, I agree. There are a lot of stuff. Your eyesight. Yes. You know... Man, I got, I'm 15 pounds overweight. I got to drop some pounds. Like this, nobody raps about that. <laughs> my knees are sore. <laughs> So's my back. Uh, I got toenail fungus. <laughs> I just googled adult diapers. <laughs> got to get my money right. Meet with my CPA. <laughs> oh man, how do I pay as little taxes as possible? But I am making that regular guy money. Oh, that's the track. It depends. <laughs> Off of, <laughs> <laughs> off of my new album, 401k. Uh, don't worry, she's got a, my daughter's got a 529. That's what it's called. My daughter's got a 529. No, speaking truth. Stefan Diggs tried to speak truth today as the Buffalo Bills wide receiver. Uh, spoke to the press not only after Ken Dorsey was fired as offensive coordinator, but after his brother Trayvon tweeted following Monday's loss to the Broncos that Diggs needed to get out of Buffalo. If it was another fan or anybody else that commented on the game, y'all wouldn't have said that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just happened to be that it's my brother. But for me, I'm like, all right, you asking me how my brother feels. You know what I'm saying? You got to ask my brother how he feels about it. I'm not responsible for how other people feel. Even my own brother, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love my brother. Uh, you want to know how he feels, you got to gotta take it up with him. We should fire their AV guy. What's up with that crackly mic? What's, a, what's the go. deal with the crackly mic? Uh, it's been drama after drama as well for Diggs in Buffalo, seemingly this offseason, but he said this today. I've never really said anything about being unhappy or um, in the instance of that. So when you draw in conclusions as to stuff I've never said, that's what kind of troubles me because it kind of creates chaos where I haven't created. Hmm. Now that is knowing that he's never said it. He ne- he didn't say he was happy in Buffalo. What he said was that he I've was never, never said, unhappy. Right. No one, mm. I've, ne- no one's, I've never said I'm unhappy. I felt it. Yes, correct. It's very reasonable to think, you know, they're they're best friends and this is how he's felt and this is his brother thinking that way. That's it's a reasonable thing. It's also reasonable to think like he can't control what somebody else tweets. I get it. Um but he's also already traded and got a new contract and Buffalo's not giving him up. So all of these things are not happening. Yeah, and the you know, Sean McDermott now being kind of the next one up as well. It's tricky because even with all their problems, still an absolutely desirable job if you if that became open in the National Football League. By the way, PTSD, a, a, a listener uh, messaged me on Instagram, at Gottlieb Show. PTSD. Uh, hold on, wait, wait, I, I got it here, in, here somewhere. Let me make sure I get it right. It was really good. Um, shoot. Uh, wait, I know this is this is terrible radio. I apologize for it, but Michigan head football coach Jim yeah, keep, Harbaugh keep going, after this three game yep. ban. Yeah, so he's de- definitely not going to definitely not going to coach against Ohio State, and I'll, it'll be interesting to see how that affects them. Everybody's like, it won't affect them. I don't know, man. 
I'll tell you what, I think that how they saw Saturday played out in Happy Valley makes them feel a lot more comfortable. And as I told you last week, Doug, when the suspension was handed down, this was best-case scenario for Michigan. Their national championship dream season is still alive, even though Jim Harbaugh is not going to be there for three and a half hours on three consecutive Saturdays. They navigated the first one just fine. We think they'll navigate Saturday just fine. And they're going to be favored against Ohio State. So, again, Michigan should be thankful. All right. Uh, for Chris A. says, post-13 second disorder, PTSD. It's pretty good. Sure. It's oh, yeah. Good. It's pretty good. That's what it was. I think, more importantly, it was well worth that wait. That, that, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, Oregon State and Washington State have re-engaged with Mountain West officials over a two-year scheduling alliance. How much money does Oregon State and Washington State get from the old Pac-12 thing? Um, I, I'm not sure, but they will get something. They'll get a whole, supposedly can, a whole bunch of money. Yeah, like they because, get everybody's money. Yes, because they aren't going, and the other schools aren't going to drain the accounts. So they, they have control of it. They're not able to. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. All right, uh, real quickly, guys, let's go around the room. Tonight's game is a big one. Okay, you got Ravens at home against the Bengals. Ravens are a three and a half point favorite. Forty six and a half is the total. Bengals. What do you got there? Uh, Ravens for sure. Ravens? I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals and the under. Bengals and the under. It's Doug Gottlieb Show. Check out the In the Bonus podcast. Download it wherever you download the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast right now. Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.